marriage, hauntings, murder, we've got it all. A husband and wife talking about all things real, scary, and truthful. Welcome to our podcast. Hello. <laughs> Benny looked at me like I was weird. Are you here? We're here. Are you? Mm-hmm. We're all here. We're all here. Even the dogs. Whole gang. It's been over a month. Well, at least as you look at me. Over a month since we made a podcast. People are probably like they're not coming back. <laughs> they're gone. They probably thought you killed me already. Probably. We're not. But I'm alive. <laughs> but I'm alive. No, I'm trying to think. We have done everything you could do. Probably, right? What do you mean? Because there was Christmas, New Year's, which we didn't do anything. But we didn't record a podcast. <laughs> and then Benny had a birthday. He turned four years old. And then we were supposed to be on vacation, but... We here. We here. <laughs> so, instead of being on a beach, drinking a margarita, we're here for you. Drinking a Gatorade. A Gatorade? Yeah, I got a Gatorade. Oh, I thought you meant on a beach you would be drinking a Gatorade. No, I'm here drinking a Gatorade. <laughs> I have water. Living it up. <laughs> Watch out, bitches. Um, I'm trying to think. Do we have anything good? We watched, there's a Heaven's Gate documentary on HBO Max. We watched that. It was just as crazy as ridiculous. you would imagine. Did you say ridiculous? Mm -hmm. It's crazy because there was people on there that like were in it and then got out. And then like some of the people's kids were on it. I can't remember. Who. There was like psychologists, all kinds of people. Pretty much anybody that knows about cults <laughs> was on the show. And then I thought it was interesting to hear from the people that were in it. That was probably what I enjoyed the most. What do you think? I guess. I mean. And then I had the footage, like from when they found the bodies or whatever. Mm-hmm. I've seen all that though. I'm trying to think. Like there was something else. I thought I can't remember. I guess we About should. How the lady? That's not a spoiler, is it? What? The lady died, and they nobody told her that her kid. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Because she, it was her like months, maybe even a year or so. Yeah, she was been dead. And that was like at the beginning too, like before they were even big. And then there was a girl, and both of her parents were in in the cult. Remember? And then they left, and she was like, um, oh, great, we're going to be family again. And then they were like, sorry, we're going back. Going back. A lot of people did that, though. And their names were weird. I can't remember what how, what that was about, but they had to make up names. They just used, like, part of their names. Yeah, but I can't, I can't remember what they added to it. But if you have HBO Max, you need to watch it. If you don't have HBO Max, you can sign up for, like, a seven-day free trial. There's only four episodes, so you can knock it out and then cancel it if you want to do that. Whatever. Um, it was good. It was good. What else? We've been watching Real Life Nightmares. That shows crazy pants as well. I almost hate it, though, because none they're, of them are solved. Well, it's just like watching Unsolved Mysteries when we watch that. I don't that like too. it much either. <laughs> I need to know like the result. answer. 
Yeah, it is stressful, especially like some of them are freaking crazy. Like this, the one where the guy was decapitated in his own garage. In his own garage, and then his wife was found in a lake, and they have zero suspects. See, like, how do you expect me to live knowing this information? It's really crazy. It's crazy. Uh, but I suggest that if you like true crime, I mean, they're good stories, it. but somebody tell me who the fuck did. <laughs> yeah, I need to know. It's really just like aiding into my problem of like needing to know who does it. This is why I try not to read a lot of unsolved mysteries because I get too attached and then it just drives me crazy. But it's also a good show. We haven't watched, we haven't started the Night Stalker thing yet. Well, I know how it ends. So, so you know how Heaven's Gate thing ended too? Not really know that much about it. I knew a bunch of people died, but... You don't know that much about the Night Stalker. What yeah, do you, you know? What by a bunch of citizens. That's all you know? By a bunch of neighbors. <laughs> watch out. Can't watch this whole documentary because I know a two-second part about what happened to him. What's well, the end. No, it isn't. That's how he gets caught. That's not the end. That's all I need not. to know. <laughs> God. <laughs> Was that thunder? It was a little bit of snow, a little bit of rain just oh. outside a while ago. It's yeah, it's snowing here. Um, do you have anything? Can you think of anything I'm forgetting? Uh-uh. Oh, Eric is as thrilled as always to be a part of this. This is just how I talk. <laughs> Get, we, we've been married for eight freaking years. Uh-uh, he says. Uh-uh. I feel like I'm forgetting something. Well, I don't know what it would be. What would it be? Oh, the lady got executed. Oh, yeah. Lisa, whatever. Montgomery, is that her name? I have no idea, but... The girl, one of the Skidmore episodes that we did, um, she... They got her. She did. They were going back and forth on it for a while, and they were like, oh... She, what did they say? She might be mentally unstable. Well, no fucking shit. She was. She cut a baby out of somebody. She cut a baby out of a person. Obviously, she was mentally unstable, but they did. uh, I almost said put her down. (laughs) They did. They did, did, I guess. They did execute her. She was the first woman to be put to death since 1953. And uh, she's had been the only woman on federal death row since then as well. So they got her. She was 52 and her crime was in 2004. So they got your ass. Freaking. And apparently people were mad that they did ended up executing her because literally the day before they did it, they were, they, said it was halted they weren't going to and then literally the next day my mom sends me a thing and they're like oh bt dubs <laughs> she, Why are we mad her. about that because they said that she was um she was too mentally unstable they shouldn't have killed her well, well bitch she cut cares? a baby out of somebody if you haven't listened you. yeah if you haven't listened to this episode it's episode 14 so check that she one out a fucking baby out of somebody yeah so, bye. I should have put her in a fucking circle and stoned her to death. And then I'm like, why would you? Because, you know, like, when they do this kind of stuff, that's like, like, they want to reform them. You want to reform her? You think she ain't going to come out and do it again? No. She did some weird shit, just like in general, that 
she didn't need to be back out on the streets. Know what I'm saying? So, no. Don't be mad. I'm sorry if you're mad. She sit in prison either. She deserved to die. Yeah. They all get scared at the end. Well, you shouldn't have cut the baby out of somebody. What do I know? Everyone prays in the end. <laughs> like, what? What do I know? Okay, so are you ready for a crime, a tr- crime for 2021? Start out 2021 with a crime? Mm-hmm. Two is weeks it into sol- it. Has it been solved? Yes. Then yes. <laughs> it is not. I did not start us out with an unsolved mystery. Um, we'll save that for a different time. <laughs> or never. <laughs> I can't. I like them. I can't help it. I don't know. You can do it's a like single a, podcast with your. <laughs> welcome self. to myself, uh, Eric Hades. So here I am. Now, okay. So I stumbled upon this. I've never heard of this guy, right? So I stumbled upon it. Um, if there are any people that are out there listening that watch the challenge, um, there's a guy. Uh, he was only on one season. And his name was Michael Ross. And so I was Googling him the other day to see what he was up to. And when I did, (laughs) there popped up a serial killer. I was like, oh, well, this isn't what I was looking at. But now I got to know who this person was. So uh, I found him on accident. So this was like a, he he snuck in. Um, His name was the Roadside Strangler. Oh, Michael. But his other name was also the Eggman. Eggman? <laughs> the Eggman. <laughs> Do you know the Muffin Man? <laughs> well, I don't have a Muffin Man. Um. Well, do you have an Eggman? If only. <laughs> Got an Egg Guy. Um. So yeah, I stumbled. I stumbled across old Michael, and uh, well, he's a peach. I'll tell you that. No, he's an egg. He's an he's an egg man. I feel like there should be like a song about that. There's probably one out there. Egg man, egg man. He uh. no. <laughs> Okay. So um let's see, let's see. Da, da, da. He had eight victims between nineteen eighty one and nineteen eighty four. And like I said, he was called the Roadside Strangler. Slash the Eggman. <laughs> I don't really know what the Eggman has to do with anything. Maybe delivered eggs. <laughs> Just a really big fan of the yolk. He was like, look, I love eggs. I will never. Oh, okay. Never mind. I remember now. Never mind. Take it back. <laughs> it wasn't an egg delivery man. It wasn't man. an egg delivery man. Okay. So. It says are you ready to hear about the eggman oh let me open okay he was born on july 26 1959 to daniel and pat ross in brooklyn connecticut um it says that the two married after pat discovered she was pregnant and their marriage was not a happy one go figure so mm, it says um he was the oldest of four children he had two younger sisters and a younger brother, and he grew up on a chicken farm. So, this is where the egg comes in, I guess. Um, his home life was dysfunctional. Uh, his mother abandoned his family at least once and had been institutionalized because she was beating all of her children, and she saved the worst for him. Um, 
They also said that they think he may have been molested by an uncle. So, what? Mm, it, don't go to the chicken farm, I guess. Um, basically, it says that he took the brunt brunt of his mother's anger. Here we go. 2021. Starting out not being able to reach. <laughs> and we're like 10 minutes in. I just figured, I just realized that paperwork I filled out today, I put 20 on every one of it. 2020? Yep. It's 2021. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. Um, it says that he remembers very little about his childhood abuse, although he never forgot how much he loved helping his father around the farm. So, he's the um, he's the egg man. So his uncle that may have molested him uh, committed suicide. So there's a lot going on it's a out here. Yeah. Um, it said uh, his the uncle's job at the farm was killing sick and malformed chickens. So when Michael was eight, he took over that job. Okay. So as every chicken farmer does, as you shall or whatever, um, he would strangle the chickens with his hands. And of course, and as he got older, more of the farm responsibility became his. And by the time he was this high, he was in high school. His father helped depended on his help a lot and Michael really ended up loving farm life. Um, he just enjoyed it. He would go to high school. Um, he had an IQ of 122. So he was smart. Um, so he balanced school and farm life. It says uh, by the time he was in high school and doing this, he was also already exhi exhibiting antisocial behavior, including stalking young teenage girls. So... Woo! Already starting. Um, in 1977, he went to Cornell. Wow. Him and Andy Dwyer. <laughs> or no, not Never. Andy Dwyer. No. Andy Bernard. Bernard. Cornell. Never heard of it. Cornell. Ever heard of it. Um, he went to Cornell. Um, he studied agriculture economics, and he began dating a woman who was in ROTC, and he was like, I'm going to marry this girl. So, what do you think, Kevin? He married her. <laughs> uh, she became pregnant and had an abortion. The relation began to falter, and she decided to sign up for a four-year service commitment in the military, and that's when their relationship ended. So, no, you were incorrect. They didn't get married? Didn't get married. Man, she was like, I'm going into the military. Bye. And he's like, no, we're going to get married. Um, it said that Ross had said that the relationship had become more trouble because he was having fantasies that were sexually vi violent. And by the end of his sophomore year, he was stalking women. I thought he was doing that shit in high school. But he, they're like, he was stalking them like now that he's like out in the world in college as well. Like he only was like he only stalked like one girl in high school. Now he's like, I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you. You look like a good person to stalk. What about you? Like that's where he's at. So his senior year at college, he was engaged, um, but his fantasies were consuming him, and he committed his first rape. So there's that. Um, in the same year. He also committed his first rape and murder by strangulation. So, 
It's like he decided that that wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. Let's see what else we can do. Um, it said that afterward, he hated himself for what he did, and he tried to commit suicide, but lacked the ability to do so, and instead promised himself he would never hurt anyone ever again. And we all know that is incorrect. So, like I said, he had eight victims. Um, I'm not going to be able to pronounce one of their names. Dezung. I don't know. Dezung is what I'm going to go with. She was 25. Paula, who was 16. Tammy, who was 17. Deborah, who was 23. Robin, who was 19, April, who was 14, Leslie, who was 14, and Wendy, who was 17. Yikes. So, the youngest was 14, and the oldest was 25. Is that right? Yeah. Um, only one of them was a Cornell University student. Um, a couple of them were from... Yeah, a couple of them were in 7th grade, or 8th grade somewhere. Yeah, but I'm saying he was at Cornell. There was only one person that he did, like, from where he was or whatever. Because, like, this one's from Wallkill, New York, Brooklyn, Griswold, Norwich, Griswold, Griswold, Griswold. So I don't know. I don't know where that is. I don't like, I don't, and, like, from where he was. Um, okay, so here's the murders. Be prepared. So, on Thanksgiving Day of 1983, he accosted 19-year-old Robin on the grounds of a state hospital in Norwich, which I don't know where that is again. Um, He forcefully pulled her into a wooded area and ordered her to remove her clothing, sexually assaulted her, and then strangled her. He covered her body with leaves before leaving. So, on June 13, 1984... He accosted 17-year-old Wendy as she was walking along Route 12 in Lisbon. He pulled Wendy over a stone wall, forcing her to go with him into another wooded area that led into an open field. And that's where he did the exact same thing. So, I left this out. He does that to them. And then he makes them turn over on their stomach and then strangles them. So, I don't know. It's like he... I don't know if he maybe just didn't want to look into their eyes while he did it. I don't know. Um... On Easter Sunday in 1984, he picked up 14-year-old April and 14-year-old Leslie, who were hitchhiking on Route uh, 138. Once they entered his car, he drove them over. Um, it says he drove them over their protest past their dinner in, intended destination. When April tried to force a defendant to stop the car by threatening with a, a knife, he disarmed her and continued on to Rhode Island. Um, It says at Beach Pond, he parked his car and bound both girls hand and foot. He untied April's feet and forced her to walk uh, a short distance from the car where he did the exact same thing. He went back and got Leslie, but killed her without sexually assaulting her. He then placed both of the body's girls in the car, drove them back to Preston, Connecticut, where he disposed of their bodies in a culvert. So... So far, he hasn't sexually assaulted one of them. Um, let's see. Dun, dun, dun. So those are the only ones that they like specifically tell you about. I don't That's know. That's enough. Yeah. I don't need any more than that. Um, you can find more 
information about it. The website that I got that about was from a website called ClarkProsecutor.org, and it tells you pretty much anything you already know, like anything you want to know. Like, literally, there's so much information, but I don't have time to do all that. <laughs> if you want to look it up, you're more than welcome. Um, so, yeah, he did all that. Like I said, he's a real, real, uh, winner. That Michael, that Michael Ross. So, um, it says Michael, I don't know, M-A-L-C-H-I-K, Malchik? I don't know. He was assigned chief investigator after the murder of Wendy. Um, it said witnesses provided him with both the description of the car, which was a blue Toyota, and the person they believe kidnapped her. It says he began the process of interviewing a list of blue Toyota owners, which brought him to Michael Ross. It said um, during their initial meeting, Ross enticed him to ask more questions by drop, dropping subtle hints that he was their man. Like what? I don't know. How did he do that? He's like, I don't know. We're gonna make, I was going to say something, but I couldn't think of anything. But it said that he didn't want to do it. He was going to kill himself, and then he kept doing it. So maybe he, like, instinctively felt bad, but, like, he still did it. You know what I'm saying? still a giant piece of shit. Well, yeah. But I'm saying maybe that's why he was like, oh, was her hair, maybe he was like, was her hair brown? Yeah. Something like that. I don't know. Um, during this time, he was living in Jewett's, Jewett City, I don't know, as an insurance salesman. His parents had divorced and sold the farm, so he couldn't even go back and be the Eggman anymore. Ugh, how depressing for him. The eggs could have saved everyone. <laughs> the eggs, damn it. Um, it says, during the interview with uh, the investigator, he told um, of his past two arrests on sex offenses. It was at this point that we're like, mm, maybe we should also bring you in for questioning. Um, it says I feel that like you shouldn't get an opportunity for a second sexual offense. Yeah, if you do one, if this you're out back... there doing sexual offenses, get, just well, it prison. doesn't say how old he was, so I don't know. I don't know. Um, it says at the station, the two talked like old friends discussing family, girlfriends, and life in general. By the conclusion of the investigation, he had confessed to kidnapping, rape, and murder of eight young women. So it didn't even take. They're just like, hey, did you do it? And he's like, oh my God, yes, I did. <laughs> You're never going to believe. <laughs> like this dude, he's like you. You can keep a secret if he ever wanted to. Did you do this? Yes, oh my God. I'm so glad you asked. Yeah, I've been dying to tell you. <laughs> I've been dying to tell you that I did this. <laughs> that is you. 100%. percent Okay, so in 1986, also I just realized I kept my retainers in, so I've probably just been like lisping away this whole time. I don't think so. So that's fun. Um, well, you're probably used to it. <laughs> I don't hear me lisp anymore. Got the retainer lisp. Um, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> in 1986, yeah, whatever. In 1986, his defense team moved forward with dismissal of two of the murders. Leslie and April, because they were not murdered in Connecticut and not within jurisdiction of the state. But the state said that the two women were murdered in Connecticut, even if they hadn't been. They began and ended in Connecticut, which granted state jurisdiction. 
So they were like, he not, might not have killed him here, but he picked him up here and then brought him the fuck back. So mm-hmm. suck it. Um, it says, but then a question of crest, oh my God, crestability. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's crestability mean? <laughs> it's uh, the toothpaste. Um, a question of credibility came up when the state produced a statement by uh, Mal- Malchick, I don't know, claiming that Ross gave him directions to the crime scene. He claimed that somehow the directions were left out of the statements, both written and taped two years earlier. Ross denied ever giving such directions. Because, of course, he did. After that, he's like, oh, I shouldn't have spilled all my secrets to you. <laughs> idiot. Um, the defense uh, produced cloth matching a slipcover in Ross's apartment, which was found in the woods in Rhode Island, along with a ligature used to strangle one of the girls. The defense also produced a tape statement of Ross offering to take the police to the crime scene. Hmm. So he's like, yeah, whatever. I'm busted. I'll take you. Um, Superior Court Judge Seymour Hendel uh exploded during the closing hearing it says it says that they were purposely misleading the court with lies some counts against ross were removed however the judge refused to reopen the suppression hearing on ross's confession it says when sealed uh records were opened two years later Hendel retracted his statements so he was trying to say that they were like covering it up or whatever mm-hmm. like for what what would you get out of that yeah <laughs> Like, oh, okay. He already admitted to it, so what do we need to cover it up for? Um, in 1987, he was convicted of all the murders of four of the eight women he confessed to having killed. It only took them 86 minutes uh, of deliberation and four hours to decide on his punishment, which was death. Um, so, he was, after this... He was in prison for 18 years because why? I never understand that. Why does it take so long to kill somebody? Yeah, like I said I was going to kill you. Let's just go do it. Like walk that's, from the courtroom yeah. to the gallows. That's what I think. I don't understand. Um, maybe I should look that up, but whatever. So, um, during the next 18 years he spent on death row, he met a woman named Susan Powers because of fucking course he did. And she was from Oklahoma, and they were engaged and got married. What? I don't... It's... I just, you know... I'm a fucking psychopath. Women. As There's a woman. You said it best. Women. I wasn't done talking. So... Oh, well, never mind. Suck it. I'll take that back. As a woman, why do we... Why do you... Why? I don't understand. Mm-mm-mm. Like the girl I married, Bundy. Why? Or the... The people, the girls that would go to the Manson trial. Why? 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 And even the night Richard Ramirez. And that dude had some jacked up teeth. Why? There's no telling. Why? Uh, I have so many questions. Why? This is the main one. <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> um, so they got engaged and got married for some fucking reason. She ended the relationship in 2003, but she uh, visited him until he was dead but why are you ending it you knew when you married him what he did i whatever i could whatever um during his 18 years he became a catholic and he would pray the rosary daily 
Um, he was also accomplished in translating Braille and helped troubled inmates. That motherfucker's I, trouble. Who he helped? Right. With? I, <laughs> I don't care what Lord you're talking to. <laughs> you still that, troubled. That ain't, you ain't healed. Um, in the last year of his life, uh, it says apparently he no longer objected to his own in- execution because he had previously been opposed to the death penalty. But now I guess he's like, whatever. <laughs> After 18 years, he's like, fuck it. It's time to go. Um, <laughs> Ross believed that he had been forgiven by God and that he would be going to a better place. Let me tell you, God don't forgive you for that, I don't feel like. He forgives you for most things. But I feel like hmm, this might be something different. I could be wrong. I'm not the Lord. But I just, whatever. Um, <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> if anybody knows for a fact, correct me. Um, oh. It says that he also said that he didn't wish for the victim's family to suffer any more pain. Well, maybe you should have thought about that before you killed their children. Yeah, you fucking bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you fucking bitch. Um, So he didn't appeal his his execution. Um, But right before he was going to be executed, like an hour before, his lawyer attained a two-day stay of execution on behalf of Ross's father. It says that um, they were rescheduling it to the 29th, but early in the day was postponed again because they were questioning questioning his mental capacity. Who gives a shit? Exactly. Put him down. Put him down. (laughs) It said, his lawyer said that Ross was suffering um, from uh, death row syndrome, which is why he wasn't uh, waiving his right to appeal, or or why he waived his right to appeal. Well, who gives a shit? <laughs> um, so, I, I just had to look this up. Death row phenomenon is emotional distress felt by prisoners on death row. Concerns about the ethics of inflicting the distress upon prisoners have led to some legal concerns about the constitutionality of the death penalty. Who cares? It says they go through this when they're put in isolation. They may may display suicidal tendencies. Okay. And psychotic delusions. Who gives a shit? You killed eight (laughs) women and two of them were fucking kids. Who gives a shit? Um, on May, on May 13th, 2005 at 2.25 a.m. at Osborne Correctional Institution in Connecticut, he was executed by lethal injection. His remains were buried at, uh, a cemetery in Connecticut. So, there's that. Um, I also found on this, the Clark Prosecutor thing, it says... Uh, he didn't have any final words. I guess he was just like, whatever. Um, but his final meal. Eggs. Eggs. Um, he just ate the regular prison meal of the day, which was turkey a la king with rice mixed with vegetables, white bread, fruit, and a beverage. So just a plate full of garbage. Yeah. Gross. I thank you very much. So, yeah. There's that. 
There's this defense lawyer just trying to get squeeze every penny out of him he can. <laughs> uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hang on. He might be Let's on table. Yeah, no, suck it. Did I show you a picture of him? Mm-mm. He's creepy. Creepy creep. It's the glasses. Stop that. Kind of like Buzz. Buzz. From Home Alone. No, he does Without not. Without the glasses, obviously. But. No, sir. He does not. <laughs> Woof. Woof. Buzz, your girlfriend. Woof. Yeah, so that was uh, Michael Ross. It's the worst when people like people like him. I don't know that people feel sorry for him and shit. I could give a fuck if he's depressed or what. I, I don't care. Yeah, I'd go down there and just put a bullet in his fucking head. Well, I don't. I I it, I just don't understand like the the whole marrying people. I just that's so weird to me. And like, how you didn't even know who they were before this and the only reason you know who they are is because they were in prison and you either saw them on the news or it was like some prison pen pal thing and then you fell in love with them i'll put that in air quotes but what i just i don't get it uh whatever also why does it take so long to kill somebody i don't know i wish i'd have grew up in the damn old days when you <laughs> got put to death they strung why you up in that middle of town why are you on death row for so long is the first thing um why does it take so long on death row yes that's what i want to know well, this is so many people on death they row. are exhausting all of their possible appeals and requests for clemency is a reason um well and then sometimes yeah there are like other people ahead of them and then they're doing their appeals so, like, if you're behind them, then obviously it's going to take you a longer time. So, I guess that makes sense. I guess. <laughs> I just don't know why you appeal it, dude. You, you're yeah, not getting you, out. And you, so are, you might as well just go down. And you confessed. Like, that's my thing. You literally told these people you did it. Which, I guess he didn't try to appeal. Like, so, you got I mean, that. You didn't put to death. You done some, you done some wrong shit. <laughs> you done some just shit. Just pay for it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, it also says that he appeared in the British television series about serial killers in 1995. Um, the filmmakers were the ones that gave him the name the Roadside Strangler because other cure- killers in the series had nicknames and he didn't. He's the Eggman. And so that, <laughs> and so they were like, the roadside strangler, but it said that he was not called the roadside strangler by media or law enforcement. So that didn't even happen until this TV show. And then in 2015, um, a detailed account of his killing spree, capture, trial, time in prison, and execution was in, I guess, a book. Yeah, called The Man and the Monster An Inmate Portrait of a Serial Killer. So I get in a TV show and I'll watch it. She apparently it says the book documents 10 year telephone and prison visit relationship that developed between the author and her subject. And it ain't the the TV show. It's not the girl that married him either. So it's just 
I'm out. Well, damn sure I ain't reading no book. Well, we know that. I ain't reading no book. We know that's right, girl. There ain't nothing that interests me enough to read about it. Um, you read the Hulk Hogan book. Uh, yeah, who wouldn't? I wouldn't. It's freaking Hulkster. <laughs> it's Hulkamania, brother. The Hulkster. Um, do you have any final? Do you have any final words? No, I, I don't guess. Do you want? Uh, you have? Do you want to fulfill your responsibilities? I just did. <laughs> what do you do? Fulfill your responsibilities. Big shout outs. Mm -hmm. uh, big shout out to Derek and Ashton. And we got a new one. We got a new one. But I don't woo, remember woo, the name. Woo. We got a new one. Cassie. Cassie. She's the same wonderful lady that sent us those candles. Shout out, Cassie. You dope candles. <laughs> you dope candles. <laughs> Is it weird when I say dope? I mean... Does it sound weird coming out of my mouth? Yes. Dope. But whatever. It's dope. our podcast. You can say whatever you want. Dope. Um, so, yeah. We got a third supporter. Woo, woo, woo. Shout out. Big shout out. Big shout out. She said she got tired of hearing you say the two same names all the time. <laughs> I haven't said any of them in a month, so... I was like, dang. But now we got three. Who's going to be number four? <laughs> I'll just do it. Yeah, just. <laughs> I would like to thank myself. Thank myself. First, of, first and foremost. First and foremost. And then the rest of you. I'd like to thank my parents for creating me. <laughs> God, if you believe in a God, whatever God you believe in. <laughs> we will thank them. I'm not going to list them all off because it would take a while. Yeah. So we're up to three. Thanks, girl. Shout out. Shout out. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> I feel like I don't even know what to say. You can still, we, I've made, well, I say we, I have made. I ain't done nothing. A bunch more merch. Um, So we have a bunch more merchandise for you guys. You can find that on Teespring. And then I'm pretty sure I always put the links in our. Um, descriptions that way you can get you can get to it yeah you can you can girl so you can do that <laughs> what why talking like that i don't know um but yeah so you can get your merch uh the link will be in the description of our podcast so we got that going on um got a lot of cool stuff we got some cool new designs mm -hmm. it's awesome Anything else? I don't have anything clever enough. Oh. Maybe later. Maybe next week. <laughs> same bad time, same bad place. Same bad time, same bad place. Is that what you Bat. Bat? Like Batman? Yes. I've never heard of Batman say that. You didn't watch the Batman TV show? Like Adam a West. million years ago. Get out. Oh, this is my house. Go to another room. <laughs> we both live here. And leave the dogs. No, they'll come with me. You know they will. I'll get up and they'll be like, mm, gotta go with mom. It's 50-50. Sometimes they stay with me. Mm, Benny won't. It's more like 70-30. Benny will come with me. It's a He loves his mama. 
He's big four now. What can you do? Okay, well. Anything else? Am Mm-mm. I forgetting anything? Mm-mm. Go get your merchandise. Break out the purse and buy some merch. There you go. <laughs> I've been thinking on that for 30 minutes. It took me 30 <laughs> minutes to think of it. Break out the purse and buy some merch. <laughs> Put that on a t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I will. Just for you. <laughs> okay, well. We are back 2021. Technically, this is season two, but we're just going to keep going with the same numbers. So it'll be like season two, episode, whatever it is. We're not going to start over with one. That way we know how many we've done. I still don't know how many we've done. You have no idea. I'd say, if I had to guess, like 23. I think this is 23. No shit. I think. I could be wrong. It's been a while. This is 23. Oh. Ooh, you wow. fancy, you basic. Okay, do you it's 2021. Do you want to say it? Say it's 2021. You just no. did. What do we say no, when we exit? We don't say nothing. I say <laughs> Just bye. That's what I say. <laughs> okay, well, we're back. But now we're leaving. <laughs> And we'll scare you later. Goodbye.